So what do you like most about coaching the TSYO? Um, the kids actually really inspire me. Um, they give me energy. So sometimes we have a busy schedule with the TSO, and then I go into coach, and I think, oh, my gosh, I'm so tired. How am I going to do this? But I start coaching them, and they're just so much fun that I realize I'm not tired anymore. Um, I really love exposing them to some of the greatest music ever written and seeing them experience it for the first time is really fun. What are the things that you tell them about being an orchestral viola player? Okay. Um, Well, it differs a little bit from just playing by yourself or playing with a pianist. Very important to hone the skill of listening to your colleagues and being able to respond to them. So often there are many more violinists and cellists on stage. It's just kind of the way it goes in the TSYO. But I tell the section that if they really and truly play together, then they're going to be powerful and they're going to be heard. So we work on sound. We work on their ensemble listening skills and their sense of rhythm and pulse. And what a great metaphor that is for life. Yes. Right? (laughs) What was your path to joining the TSO? So both of my parents are professional musicians. Uh, They were both in the Vancouver Symphony for 20 years. Uh, My mom's a flute player like Camille, and my dad is principal percussion of the TSO. And... um, We grew up in Vancouver, so I was surrounded by orchestral symphonic music my whole life and started violin lessons at the age of three. So fast forward to graduating from the Cleveland Institute of Music. I started out in the Detroit Symphony where I played for five years. Then I met my husband, who's a violinist living here, and I was kind of missing Canada. And I moved back and played with the National Ballet and the Canadian Opera Company orchestras also for five years. And now this is my fifth season in the TSO, but I'm hoping to stick around. How did you switch from violin to viola? Well, when I was 12, uh, my mother was teaching at the music school that I was going to, the Vancouver Academy of Music, and she said, you know, they really need more violists in the chamber music program. Would you like to play viola in chamber music? That is a very uh, common, common story. It's a common path, yeah. probably. You're familiar with it. So, um, so, yeah, I picked up the viola, and the first piece I played was Dvorak American Quartet, which starts with a great viola solo, and it just kind of went from there. What's a common misconception about the viola? Well, I think you would probably agree um, that sometimes we're the butt of too many jokes, mm-hmm. and people think that we're not that smart, mm. and that's not true. But, yeah, I would say there is a mis- misconception that, like, we're not as proficient at our instrument, maybe, as other string players, which is totally not true. Um, we face different challenges on the viola. So while the violinists might be playing pyrotechnic, crazy technical things, um, for us, because of the dimensions of the instrument, just drawing a beautiful, clear sound that's a little bit more challenging. Understanding how we fit into the fabric of the rest of the orchestra is a different kind of challenge. So we have different challenges, and I know many amazing violists that are challenging that stereotype that we're not that smart. 